welcome to the Leadership View podcast. you we're so glad you're here yes welcome back this is Jim and I'm Christina but I have a good question for you today okay I'm ready if you were a wrestler a professional wrestler what would your entrance song be you know how when wrestlers walk into the arena they have this song playing if you could pick any song what would you walk into your thing with I like uh, we will rock you by Queen oh that's a good one yeah that would be intimidating. It would be intimidating. And kind of fun and upbeat. Yep. Like people wouldn't know whether to party when you came in or be afraid. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, for me, I think it would be uh, Fame. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah. Remember my name? It's not intimidating <laughs> at all, yeah. but the lyrics kind of go with like a wrestler, I feel like. I love it. Yeah, it would be fun. Well, now that we've decided that, let's go jump right into our topic for today. Yeah. Uh, last week, we talked about building a successful virtual team. And this week, as promised, we're talking about supporting your successful virtual team. So get us started, Christina. Yeah, so we talked a little bit last week, and just to quickly recap what we've discussed, uh, we talked about setting expectations, communicating clearly, clarifying your writing, using multiple channels, and running models. These are all things that you should be focusing on when you're building or starting a virtual team, or maybe when you have new people coming onto an already running team. Um, Things to just be aware of as you're starting off. But now, let's say that you have a virtual team that's been running for a while, or you've already started. Now, how are you going to support them and be successful in supporting them so that they can do their jobs best and thrive in their roles, even if they're not all located physically where you're at? You might think that maybe this doesn't apply to you. Maybe you're a leader who works like in an actual building with people around you all the time, so you're not remote or virtual. But I would argue that nowadays all leaders are virtual leaders. Uh, If you interact with, communicate with, or inform your group through digital means like phone, email, video, online, whatever the case may be, you are leading virtually. You have a team that is interacting with you at some form on a virtual level. So I think this applies to leaders just across the board all the way around. That's great. And um, part of this uh, discussion on um, uh, virtual teams is as a leader, you need to be proactive Um, in your leadership style. Uh, You need to be uh, available to support your team members. Uh, Good virtual leaders are thoughtful, take good care of their crew regardless of locations, and being remote doesn't interrupt anyone's ability to add value and invest back into the team or the task or the projects. So it's imperative that as a leader of a virtual team, that you make it a high priority to invest and value in your people. That's really good. Um, So let's talk about a few different strategies that leaders can start using to support their virtual team on a continuous basis. The first one we wanna touch base on is kind of obvious and it's almost silly to say, but don't forget about your online people. 
Um, there are teams that are hybrid. So maybe you have some people in office or around you physically on a regular basis. And then you have other team members who work remotely or aren't face to face with you every day or weekly or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of leaders tend to focus mainly on the people they interact with on a normal basis and see face to face, which is common and don't get us wrong. It's just what happens, but a lot of leaders with hybrid teams tend to forget about their online people or don't invest as much time and thought into leading them, supporting them, being there for them as they do those that they regularly interact with on a face-to-face -face basis. So it's really important, just don't forget about your online people. That's a great reminder, Christina. And um, I just wanna remind us all, all that every person has great value. Yeah. And every person brings not only a certain skill set to the table, but they also bring experience. Uh, they bring traditions. They bring uh, their voice, their knowledge, uh, their capabilities, their own network. Uh, so do not consider anyone higher on the team. They're all the same level, yeah. but you need to respect everyone. And keep this in mind, everyone has a voice. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna encourage you, if you're working with virtual team, make sure that when you uh, communicate with them, when you're on those, uh, uh, when you're contacting them, you use first name basis, if that's appropriate. You, uh, when you're on a Zoom call or some type of a call, you, uh, uh, call out the person by name yeah. and you make them feel that they are valued and part of the team. That's so good. I remember uh, from personal experience, I was once on a virtual team where I was one of the, not the only ones that was working virtual, but there were only a handful of us and there were many that were in office. And I remember the in office people had so many inside jokes and the the boss would always interact with them and, and like daily, like just chit chat with them and everything. And so when we would get on these, these group calls, you kind of felt left out number one, just because you weren't a part of the inside jokes and everything. But then also this particular boss tended to contact us only when there was an issue or when he needed something done. And so I'm not saying at all, he was a bad guy. Actually, I really liked working with him, but because he would mostly contact us when something was either wrong or he needed something done, we kind of started to dread his calls as the virtual team members because we're like, uh oh, what's what's happening now? We're either in trouble or he needs something pretty urgently. And so our interactions with him, even though he was a really great guy, tended to be on the negative side. And just the virtual workforce side of the team felt kind of disconnected and wasn't super, super loyal to the job just because we felt out of place and that when we were interacting with our boss, it was a negative experience. So even though he was a great leader, because of our online um, roles, we felt disconnected from him. And so that's something that even great leaders can forget. It's important to connect with people just about nothing sometimes to make them feel part of the team. So don't always just be reaching out to your people when there's an urgency or when you need something from them or when they've done something wrong, but maybe just an email to say, hey, thanks. 
I really appreciate your hard work. I know you're not here with us, but we really value you and what you bring to the team or or maybe a phone call to just say, hey, I was thinking about you today, wanted to check in, see how your family's doing, how you're doing, um, and just tell you that we appreciate you. So just little interactions like that. It really doesn't take a lot, but personalized and consistent interactions keep team members feeling connected to you and the organizational mission. So you can build loyalty, build team spirit just by reaching out a handful of times and being aware that these people want to be part of the team. That's wonderful, Christina. Uh, so don't forget about your online people or your virtual team. And now uh, we want to talk about the next part of this, and that is uh, to connect visually. Uh, the success or failure of your virtual leadership will have a strong base in your ability to keep your team feeling connected. While phone calls and emails are helpful, there is something to be said about face-to-face -face conversations. One of the best ways to keep your community or your team strong is to video conference with your people whenever possible. Don't forget, uh, body language and other nonverbal transmissions can offer significant clues to how your audience really feels. That means your team. We rely on tone or voice, eye contact, facial expressions during conversations to decipher what is said. When you remove that from the equation, it is easy to miscommunicate. And we've spoken about that in a previous podcast. For example, think of all the emails you've had to follow up with a phone call after they came across a way that you didn't intend. Not only does connecting face-to-face -face make it easier, it's easier to read between the lines. It can also be a great help to your team uh, so that they can work and perform better as you work virtually. Some research has shown that 65% of the population are visual learners. And what that means for leaders is that how you decide to communicate is critical when you need to teach, train, or present new material to your team. We talked about this a little bit in last week's podcast as well. So just remember that using the right platform is essential to virtual leadership. And um, there is one warning that we want to attach to this idea of connecting visually. And that is that only do all team meetings when absolutely essential. We've all worked for an organization where they would call meetings. And even if you were physically present, and they would just call all team meetings and you'd all have to go. And for some of you, it was pointless to be in the room and it just was a, a time waster. So imagine virtually if you're working with people in Asia, Europe, Africa, you know, across the globe, these people might have to get up at three in the morning to attend a meeting. Just be very, very aware when you call all team meetings um, of where your people are and how it will affect their life if you ask them to be on these um these types of calls. So just remember that a good virtual leader knows how to use meetings wisely. It's a great recommendation, Christina. And that kind of ties in with what we spoke about before. Valuing a person, it also means valuing their time. Yeah. So if you're going to call a virtual meeting and uh, in your mind it's a priority or it needs to happen, I'm going to encourage you again or we are going to encourage you, make sure that you value everybody on that meeting time and give them an opportunity to voice some kind of feedback or be part of the process. Even if they're thinking it might be a waste of time, uh, if you're asking them for input, that will uh, increase the value to them of the meeting. 
right. and not consider it that it's a, a waste of time, but it's actually has some value or merit because their voice is now heard as they're part of this meeting. Yeah, that's really wise. Just make people feel like they, they have a reason to be there, that they're adding value and that you care about what they have to say. That's really important. Uh, finally, our last point here for s supporting your virtual team is to just be in your people's corner. So working as a team in general is hard, but when you remove the daily personal interactions and you add a layer of screen, it can be even more challenging. So just know going into it that you're gonna run into roadblocks. Your team will make errors. There will be miscommunication and there will be misunderstandings. But knowing that these pitfalls are part of the territory just helps you um, handle them properly when you eventually come up against this. And it all goes back to our strategy of setting expectations in the beginning. So let your team know that you're in their corner. You want them to succeed. You don't want anyone to fail. You're here to support them and help them win. And even though your team members might be working remotely, they are not alone. So they're part of a connected unit that works together to accomplish goals and solve problems. And you are here to support them and help them to be successful in their role. Very good, Christina, and thank you for uh, taking us through those uh, points. So again, today we talked about supporting a successful virtual team. The three points we hit on are don't forget about your online people, connect visually, and be in your people's corner. We want to thank you for joining us, and we want to redirect you. Uh, we do have a great website. It's called Volunteer U. Dot org. It's a great website to get uh, resources and articles about how to be a strategic leader and help you develop volunteers that will maximize your efforts in your organization. And so we want to encourage you to go to the website, check it out. You can uh, sign up to receive articles that are published uh, periodically. You can also check out our new textbook called Volunteer U 101, Introduction to Volunteering. It covers all the basics of volunteer management from recruitment to retention and everything in between. It's a fantastic resource for anyone who leads teams. We encourage you to pick up a copy and uh, use that information to grow your team. Thank you for joining us on the Leadership You podcast. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Leadership You podcast. For more resources for leaders, visit our website at volunteeru.org.